everybody and welcome to Dirty Work Minute. It's the podcast where we're watching the 1998 Norm Macdonald film Dirty Work one minute at a time. And I'm one of your hosts, David K. Jones. And I'm John Yabiz and uh, we've got a special guest today. We do. Uh, I'm going to call him the Omni-Traveler because mm. he knows all forms of travel. Mr. Anthony Negrelli is welcome here. back. Woo! Yes. Good to be indoors. Yeah. <laughs> Thank you, guys. And oh, it must be nice. Your body must have been in so many places. Oh uh, yeah, man. I can't. I can't tell you. Uh, <laughs> lots of places. Uh, not any of them belonging to me. Uh, most of them not containing a bed, and uh, thank God Hawaii has uh, showers at the beach. That's oh, what I'm saying. Yeah, I noticed you look very clean today, but also very tired. Yes, it's you know what I mean. The sun, the sun, uh, it takes a lot out of you. Yeah, <laughs> you know what I mean. Yeah, I'm sorry. Yeah, yeah, the sun. <laughs> yeah. So, uh, no, but yeah, great to be indoors, and uh, thanks, guys, for having me. Um, I love the uh, plumbing that you have in here. It's yeah. amazing. So, yeah, we do have a woo, indoor studio plumbing. studio is in a bathroom. Yes. People don't know that. Hey, the acoustics in here are amazing. Yeah. That's really so what it's about. It's the, t- the tile. At <laughs> some point, we'll sing a song like a barbershop quartet. Yeah. So, uh, today's minute is minute number 47. Of dirty work. Minute number 47 starts with uh, an old lady reading a flyer in her bathrobe. And the flyer says, This building will be tented and sprayed for termites from twelve or noon Saturday to noon Sunday. All tenants must be out of the building during these 24 hours by order of the management. And ends with Kathy introducing Mitch to that same old lady by saying, Grandma, I'd like you to meet Mitch. See, like, uh, that is what you call a classic plot twist. Yeah. It's the one thing that's going to steer Mitch into hopefully doing the right thing, which is nice to know that um, he needs another character to <laughs> make him switch <laughs> to his mind. I mean, by his, uh, like, he was already displacing that lady. You know what I mean? Yeah. I don't know. It's To me, it's like, it's you're right, it's like the plot twist, right? But it's like, oh, he was just, he was already going to, wreck these people's buildings yeah yeah like did he not think that there were actual people living there (laughs) well like what he had thought from what uh, travis cole had told him that these were criminals yeah drug dealers that the only reason they were able to stay in the building (laughs) was because they were paying rent on time yeah like uh good uh like good tenants (laughs) so they never really questioned the validity uh of a man yeah who was was gonna and that's right and then and then this is like a Part of their work. This is part yeah. of how they're getting the fifty grand. Yeah, to, yeah, that's right. That's right. They have to make the building uh, yeah. get, get it condemned. I mean, so that's really the thing, right yeah. there. He's like, ah. I mean, like if they had just noticed that Travis Cole is a man that would bulldoze <laughs> a, an old woman's house while she was in it. While I she think. was in it, yeah. But they sell her stuff. They should have at least second guessed him when yeah he told him that he asked him to do this thing. But you know, he is a charming guy. Yeah, and they need that fifty thousand dollars. Yeah. To save Dr. Farthing and Pops' life, so... No. This is a classic case of just uh, uh, overbooking yourself. Yeah. You know, you're trying to, you're trying to look at... You're trying to, uh, you're trying to look out for everyone's best interest, but you just got to understand that you know, life is tough and you're always going to be trampling on other people's shoes. Yeah. And I think, like, when you're, when you're in this, this line of work, the dirty work, like Revenge for Hire or even, like, any sort of, like, Hitman movies, you see it, like, once you have... Uh, you start making connections with people, mm-hmm. that's when... You start having to deal with the effects of your your work. Oh right, yeah. no, this is this is classic. You're right. This is classic like story. Um, Batman. Yeah. Right. Is an example of a character 
that like why why is he able to achieve these heights of perfection because mm. he doesn't have he he's a billionaire who lives in this like like fortress right. on the outskirts of the city and he just sits up there like studying and training all day yeah. you know what i mean it's like oh, yeah, no because yeah. he doesn't have he doesn't have to wake up and be like are we gonna go to the movies today <laughs> are you gonna take me to yeah. the movies it's like no bitch we're not going to the movies because I'm fucking getting awesome at everything. All right. <laughs> I know you want to see Wonder Woman, but I'm too busy being awesome at life. Yeah, right. You know, to me, it's kind of surprising that there has not been, or maybe you don't know, right? Because that's how Batman kind of works. You just don't know yeah. he exists in that. Like, I guess people don't know he exists in that universe. But like, I'm surprised that mm. there has not been one billionaire that's been alive that has not tried to follow that route. Um, I think they probably do. But we just never hear about it, right? Are they really good at it and we never hear about well, it? Or they the, suck yeah, and they yeah. stop? It's just like it's a character's willingness to release any romantic attachments they have. Mm. The second it, it, – it's always the battle. The second you have someone to care for, you're less effective at your job. No. You are. Your yep. you're, you're attention – and oh it's, yeah, it's it's, yeah. It's, it's it's the one thing that makes Superman weak. You know, like say, yeah. like no one, like most of his bad guys, unless they can match him strength wise, right? Most of those guys, what did they do? They go after Lois Lane. Yeah, right. That's she's, one thing. She's that, his kryptonite, ironically. Yeah. Boom. That or kryptonite. <laughs> <laughs> but, kryptonite uh, is his Lois Lane. <laughs> so I mean, like. Yeah, that's a basic. That's a basic hero's foil, right? That's yeah. the things that like are out of their control. Well, it's a, it's a thing that kind of belongs to every guy. It's like you can like you know you you sacrifice those those types of like you're not going to have the eighty hour work week mm-hmm. if if you got mm-hmm. kids, right? Yeah. right. You're, you're gonna you're, you're not going to be able to be some psycho like mm-hmm. you know I I invented this code for Google. Right. If, you know, you have to take someone to soccer practice, that's what it is. But, you know, when you have like other responsibility, your life is very, you know, it has it has meaning, though. It's it's purposeful. And like, you know, we're going to be talking about Batman, right? It's one of the smarter (laughs) things he does whenever he brings in other people. Right. Right. Potential. You know, he doesn't have children. Well, comic book nerds are going to destroy him in this one. He he does have kids. He does have kids. Just one fact about Batman Uh, is that he has no children, and we stand by that here at Dirty Work Minute. If you have anything to say about that, you can tweet us. (laughs) Dirty Work Minute. What I was going to say, right, is like, he's not a dude that tries to set Like, if people are going to come live in his mansion, right, like, you're going to become a bad person. (laughs) You know what I'm saying? Oh, yeah. Like, like he doesn't have time to be like, let's go play catch, right? He's like, if you want to live with me, you're going to do the same thing I do. No. Yes. Because I can't waste time. You know what I'm saying? Once like, again, yeah. more, more, yeah. Yeah, I'd rather have, I'd rather have protégés and distractions. Yeah. He's got, he's got priorities. There's, he's got his priorities set and straight. <laughs> exactly. But I, but I also think that like what, what these kind of tales teach us though, and this is sort of another interesting thing. It's like, you, we are seeing that classic romance versus obsession, right? Like, you know, having relationships versus the solitary person who foregoes all other areas of life to focus on one thing, the singular minded person, yeah. right. As opposed to the group minded person. But I think in here too, what you're also seeing is like anytime you want the, the prize, the reward, the rescue, the virtuous thing, all these stories all have that same theme where it's like, uh, I know you want this, but deep down, you also know that you, you cannot achieve it through despite the fact that they're called dirty work, right. right? We're seeing the difference. We're seeing the difference between like what is a virtuous no, yeah. uh, 
revenge right. and what is and what is ill-gotten gains, right? And so far, because their targets targets have been righteous, right. they've been rewarded. Yeah. And, what, and what we see is when they, yeah, well, we'll see. Definitely, generally, everyone that he's been, they've been hired to get revenge on, have been people that have been wronged uh, clearly, right? And Travis Cole has not. I guess, I mean, I guess the story of it being all these drug dealers and prostitutes and stuff in his building, even that it's not revenge on them. Do they deserve to be revenged upon? I don't know. No, but that's, see yeah. that, but once again, that's the thing you're trying to make, but that, but it isn't. Right. It, it lacks the virtue. Yeah. The other ones made sense. It's like, yeah, screw that movie guy. <laughs> like, yeah, the car deal, you know, it's like, it, it was, yeah. their, it was their chance. Right. And, uh, but that's, but that's why this thing is, huh, oddly enough. Fishy, nah. Oh. Nah. you know what I mean? It's just like chock full of that symbolism. If the yeah. heroes don't use their powers for good, right. they don't get the reward. And I guess you could kind of point it to an earlier scene too, or you know that fish scene. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? Like not a really, not a really virtuous revenge thing, right? Yeah. Some guy just didn't like the noise coming from the house, <laughs> and then what happens? Every like everyone dies. Yeah, they're a bunch so, of murderous drug dealers. Yeah, exactly. So, I mean, yeah, it definitely shows that, uh, yeah, the, if you ever take revenge, it has to be virtue resource. Your, the, the rewards you reap will be uh, shady at best. Yeah, right. I think revenge that isn't virtuous is just bullying. Yep, that's true. Well, it's, 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 it, I mean, revenge is kind of an interesting term. It, it, it's like, when you th- really think about a lot of these situations, it's mm. in defense of the defenseless. Right. It's like if someone ever, uh, what, what you're seeing is tyranny, you, you know, be, you know, you're right. seeing oppression, right? And you're seeing these guys who are, uh, you know, standing up for those who, who are defenseless. And anytime that, that is the equation in, in the situation, right. they get their superpowers. They're yeah. super good at winning in those situations right. you know what i mean and that's what i'm saying but they're but it's uh yeah but like i said it's it's a reminder to them they get swallowed they get swallowed by the whale you know what i mean no. when when they try when they try to when they steer off the path that's good they get corrected you know they get spat right. back up onto the beach and they get another ch- they get another shot at it you know but uh we're not quite there yet sorry yeah. <laughs> but it's just it's we'll inter- but it's interesting yeah. i just yeah. think it's you know like i said they, they you, you look at a movie like dirty work and you don't give it the proper respect but that's what i'm saying right. it's enough where things like yeah fishy uh this is, <laughs> it's it, it's in there it really is you yeah. don't you don't you don't think you don't think that these movies would contain things like that but that's Ooh. why like I said, you could talk about it a minute at a time, and you're and we're like, "Whoa, man, this goes deeper than we thought." Yeah. <laughs> it's definitely one of those. <laughs> it's, it's definitely one of those those hard hard fought lessons where you just gotta think that uh, you know you, you think that obtaining a lot of money, right? Mm. The the process would be hard, right? No one ever thinks about what you have to do to get that money, right? You know, like yeah, you just you just gotta understand that if anyone offers you. Like a hundred grand to do something, right? Like it, that's not how the good graces. They're gonna, they're gonna want things. Yeah, they want to get the hundred. You know what I'm saying? Like, oh, yeah, value. Yeah, it's kind of yeah. you know, it's kind of like when certain people <clears throat> do, uh, do uh, speeches for you know six figures. Yes. and people are like that. That makes sense. Uh, that that's definitely a good asking price for a speech, yeah. right? This, no one thinks that, right? Everyone knows that there's there's favors being pushed around, and but but that's but once again, it's like this. Is, it's it's funny. Like this this whole story is designed for watching these guys on their journey. Yeah. To, to, you know what I mean? It's like to become men. 
Mm-hmm. That's what they're trying to do. They're trying to become men. Right. And it's, 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 it's just funny because we talk about all these like things, like I said, being, you know, having extra meat, like look at the, look at the woman, right? What, what, what are men under? We're under women's gaze. That is how our virtue is being judged. That is how we know we become the hero when we mm. have achieved the maiden, right? What color is mm. her hair? Gold. You know what I mean? Yeah. Incorruptible. Yep. Pure metal, right? <laughs> Bright like the sun, the light that guides you. You know what I mean? It's just like, it, you know, it's, it's, it's funny. But like, once again, but that's why the movie works great. Right. And we talk about these sort of like scenes where like things get leaped over. It doesn't matter. We make all the connections because all the proper symbols are there. Mm-hmm. The character archetypes, the, the journey, you know what I mean? The lessons, yeah. you know what I mean? It's just like, it's... Con- for abs- absurd as the movie is, funny as are the jokes and great all the actors are, like, the real messages are actually there. So the movie, despite being this wacky thing, like, it, even though it's not a scientific account of it, right. it's a, it is a truthful account yeah. of how these guys, you know, would, you know, save their father be, be, and become men. I love it. It's great. This, this movie fucking kicks ass. <laughs> That was like probably the most in depth, <laughs> most philosophical breakdown of dirty work I've ever heard. Yeah. <laughs> that's what we're here for. <laughs> but no, like that's uh, you know every story, you know, regardless of time, and people like to be in the now, right? But like, yeah, most stories have all the same elements. <laughs> like, yeah. funny enough, right? Humans, for as much as we progress, you know, we're still very similar to our ancestors. It's 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 scary sometimes. Mm-hmm. The things that, like, you know, it, and how things repeat themselves over and over and over again. It just seems like this. we're on this weird loop. We're just kind of like, you know, we're not using rotary phones. We're, just, we're using smartphones, but, like, it's still the... When you call the police, it's, it's still the same function. You know what I'm saying? Like we're, we're all in this journey where we think that at least at the end of it, we're changed and we're, we're the best versions of ourselves, right? We never want to end up being the the thing that everyone hates, right? But like the reality of it is that these stories exist for a reason, yeah. And that's because most people do not <laughs> don't don't really follow this this path, yeah. And will find themselves, you know, sadly enough, with their stories incomplete. That's why when you walk walk away from this movie, you should ask yourself, like, what would Mitch do in this situation? Yeah. You take a note. Yeah. Yeah. Right? When you have have to make a choice, just be more like Mitch. Yeah. What happens when when heroes encounter tragedy, right? Like, what do they do, right? Mm -hmm. And this is what happens. He goes goes to work, right? (laughs) That's what they do. You know what I mean? He doesn't just sit at home, right? Heroes go to work. Yeah. Well, you know, you you want to think about, you want to have some real world examples, right? It's kind of like, you know, I don't want to harp on comedy too much, but you look at like, you look at the late night stuff, wars, right? Mm. I don't know why that's the most prevalent example in my mind, but it is right now, right? But like, you know, when you you saw David Letterman do it, you saw Conan O'Brien do it, right? When they lost their shows, did they, did they just sit back idly and, and then mope about the fact that someone had stolen their shows? No, they just went to another network and, then made a better version of it. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? So, like, yeah, it's the examples are all over the place. You just can't, you know, the, it's like that saying that, but the uh, idle hands are the, are what the devil's play things or something yeah, like yeah. that. And so, I mean, yeah, you just got to go out and do stuff and affect the world, I guess. I mean, hopefully not negatively. Don't go out and <laughs> do something crazy where you. Yeah, just go out, go out and don't take any crap from anyone. Yeah. <laughs> which, uh, 
Mitch says to uh, Kathy that he's glad she finally learned that uh, don't take any crap from anybody, which brings us up to uh, four. That's our four, fourth time we've gotten a don't take any crap. Yeah. And then he also does a note to self that Mitch was right, and that gives us our fifth note to self. Fifth. So far in the film. And I guess if Trailer Howard was going to follow these, follow this example, right? Yeah. Uh, instead of going to Mitch and, and then getting angry at him for losing her job at that car lot place, right. she would have just opened up her own damn car lot exactly. <laughs> and sold her own cars <laughs> and have Mitch sabotage that too with hookers. Yeah, it, it's it's. I, I love that though. You you keeping track of the don't take crap, right? That's like another thing about this movie too. That's great, right? It's mm. like the idea of like. Do not let these things stand. You have to confront your demons immediately. Like, do not let these problems be swept in the rug and pretend like they don't exist. You know what I mean? Confront everything head on right away. That's how you encounter it. And once again, every time they, they don't, they try to, any, any of the, all the problems, these things like the secrets in the family, Mm -hmm. what are these things? They're things that they didn't confront. Right. They're, 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 they're things that they tried to hide. And that's always that, that bites them. And it's just like, once again, you think, you think the movie, you think it's like simplistic that don't crap, but that's because it's so important, right? right it's it's for them to never forget that mantra. It's just like it's the, it's one of their guiding principles: do not ignore problems. Yeah, which is uh, also ironic because there is one big problem that Mitch and Mitch and Pops are avoiding, and that's the fact that they're not telling Sam that. Uh, right, uh, that's yeah. what I'm saying. The the major conflict that exists between the characters comes from not confronting. Yeah. yeah. You know what I mean? Yeah. But they, literally, them ignoring their own truth. Yeah. And, like, they really mm-hmm. haven't really leaned into any kind of reason why telling Sam would be a bad yeah. idea besides Pops going, like, can't handle it. Right. Right? But uh, uh, I guess you kind of you kind of kind of got a glimpse at that when they're in the car. Mm-hmm. Right? And then, you know, Sam goes, why did you call Pops Pops? Right? And then he just did the flyer thing. Yeah. <laughs> and we learned from that... Uh, that- boxing poster that pops had up in his house that pops was his nickname when he was a boxer like that's yeah, just that's what people call him yeah so i don't know i um, mean like yeah, it's every problem that they're not confronting right away and it seems to be like one the one loose end that just doesn't really make too much sense but uh you know i guess well, <laughs> well i mean they, they definitely confront it at some point yeah yeah we'll get to that <clears throat> soon okay? and, uh, you know, yeah. like, if I were to remake this movie, I would just make it catastrophic, that part. <laughs> <laughs> Sam's head explodes or something. Just goes on a murderous you rampage. Told him. I told him. It's all there, man. This movie's yeah. deep, bro. Deep. This movie's deep. Uh, <laughs> all right. So you guys have anything else for Minute 47? Uh, no. No. <laughs> <laughs> All right, well, Anthony, thank you so much for coming back once again. Oh my god, I'm just, I can't. Thank you. I like for real. Is like, I I know that even though maybe this wasn't like the plan, but Mm. just being here lets me know that this was my destiny. Yeah, it was fate. Feels like fate. Yeah. Yeah. Like these minutes are the minutes I was supposed to do. Yeah. All of us sitting in this room right now, right? Precludes the alternate version of, versions of us that are being murdered in the street. Yeah, so. <laughs> this is the best place. Oh, you can, I'm yeah. so glad I'm in the version that's sitting here, not the not the murdered version. This is the way better dimension to be in. Yeah, this is my favorite dimension. So, <laughs> listeners, well, we'll catch you tomorrow for a minute forty-eight of dirty work.
Our theme song is Emotional by Aura Bora. You should check them out and a bunch of other awesome bands at failedorbitrecords.com. And we'd like to give special thanks to the Star Wars Minute podcast, through whom all things are possible.